Hey, what's up? We're Brave Youth, a youth movement happening all across Miami, starting at our home, Brave Church. Thanks for checking out our podcast. We can't wait to see how God's going to use it to change your life. Enjoy the message. message tonight is can we fix it somebody say can we fix it I used to have a Nintendo 64 anybody know what that is yeah yeah Nintendo 64 my favorite game to play on the Nintendo 64 guess what it was it was it was Bob the Builder yeah 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 it was it was the game was actually titled Bob the Builder can we fix it Bob the Builder Yes, we can, right? I love that. I love that video game because there was this little toy truck and it would drive around and it would begin to knock down all the walls and, and, and the construction. And then the little toy car would turn to the screen and it would look at you. It would say, can we fix it? And it was so funny because always my response as a little kindergarten boy was, yes, we can. And it's funny because the more that I played that game, the more that I looked at my life and I looked at the broken things in my life and I asked myself, can I fix this? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Can we fix it? You know, here's what I believe. I believe that many times we walk into settings and we walk into environments and the enemy would love to tell you that your life is unfixable. The enemy would love to tell you that your friends are unsavable. The, the enemy would love to tell you that your job is a lost cause, so you might as well quit. The enemy would love to tell you that your family is not mendable, so, so it doesn't matter if, if you try to and try and try and try because you cannot fix it. I believe God is asking the question tonight, can we fix it? Can we fix it. And I love scripture because, because scripture says this in Mark eleven twenty three to 24, it says, assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be moved and be cast into the sea. And that person doesn't doubt in his heart, but he believes that those things that he says will and can be done, then he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you have received and you will have them. I believe that God wants to ask you tonight, can we fix it? Come on. Can we fix it? Can we fix it? You see, as I begin to ask myself this question, you see, you have to be careful with your response because many times in life we ask God, to do things that we don't truly believe and then we don't see them happen and so we get frustrated with God. But can I tell you today that God doesn't move on disbelief. He only moves on faith. God doesn't, God doesn't move on your doubt. He doesn't move on your fear. He only moves when you have the faith to stand in the fire, when you have the faith to rise up and say, God, even if I am not able, I know that you're able and I believe that I will receive a great reward in my life. Can, 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 we, can we fix it? You see, I believe this. I believe that sometimes we walk into broken times and broken things and broken situations, but I want to remind you today that just because you're broken doesn't mean you're buried. Just because you've been walking around with, with a broken piece in your life doesn't mean that the enemy has been able to bury you. 
It might just mean that God is doing something greater and he's preparing something more for you. Watch this. Watch this. In Philippians 1.6, it says this. Be confident in this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It also says this in Romans 8.28. It says, he will work all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. You see, what does this tell me about my God? Mm. This tells me that nothing can separate me from the saving grace of Jesus. It tells me that he is the way, the truth, and the life. It tells me that he is a finisher. He's the author and the perfecter of my life. So I don't have to fear because I know that even when I face hard times, that even when I face brokenness, That even when I feel like something needs to be fixed in my life, I know that God is still working because he is the finisher kind of God. It was when Jesus was on the cross that he could have lifted himself off the cross, but he said, no, my mission is not done yet. And before he took his last breath, he used the words, it is finished. You see, I love it because what the Bible tells us is that Even though you feel like you're going through a hard time, even though you feel like the fire inside of you is dwindling, even though you might be dazed and confused at what is going on in your life, God is faithful to finish the good work that he started inside of you. There's a story, there's a story in um, John 11. You might know the story, you might have heard the story, but it says this, starting in uh, verse 38, it says, Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there for four days. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and then Jesus looked up and said to his father, Father, I thank you that you have heard my prayers. I knew that you always heard them, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, and he said, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out. His hands and feet were wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. And Jesus said to the man, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Lazarus was on his deathbed. But how many of you know the story wasn't over? The story wasn't over. I came to tell somebody tonight that your story is not over. Oh, I came to tell somebody tonight that your story is not over. Your story doesn't even end at death because when Jesus died, he stole the keys. Oh, to the grave, sin, and death. Can somebody give God a shout of praise right now? Oh. I believe this. I believe this with all my heart. You got to understand, I'm not just saying this to be a feel-good message for you. I believe that the story is not over. Your story does not even end at death. How do I know this? Because God sent his son, Jesus, 
so that your story didn't have to end when you died, but that you could be reunited in heaven and the glory of God again in eternity. Come on, is anybody thankful for the saving grace of Jesus Christ who came to die on a cross? He looks at Lazarus who's on his deathbed. He says, Lazarus, come out. There are three key things that I want you to write down before we go back into another time of worship about this story and this man named Lazarus. You see, God looks at this person. He said, didn't I tell you that if you believe, you'll see the glory of God? Write this down, number one. Sometimes all you have to do is just believe. I love how easy God makes it for us. He says, hey, all you got to do is just believe. Just believe. Like, like you don't have to work for it. You don't have to try for it. You don't have to try to pick up all the pieces. You don't have to try to put things back together. All you have to do is believe. That's all you got to do is just, you just got to believe. said, Martha, if you would have just believed, then didn't I tell you to just believe? And Martha, there's only one thing that you had to do was believe. Believe that so many times the enemy tries to take your belief and turn it into disbelief. You see, see Martha, she was concerned about her brother being dead. Jesus was concerned about his destiny. Here's what I believe. I believe that sometimes we get so concerned about the brokenness in our lives. Sometimes we get so concerned about the thing that just died in our lives. Sometimes we get so concerned about the things that are falling apart. And Jesus says, if you would just focus on your destiny, then I can bring all those things back to life. He says, hey, you're worried about the bad odor. You're worried about the things that you see. But you got to understand that I am Jesus. I don't look at the physical. I look at the supernatural. And if you could just elevate your faith up into the spirit realm, you can begin to see distances that you cannot see in your natural eye. You can begin to hear things that you can't hear in your natural state. You can begin to feel things. You can begin to believe for things. Your faith can be elevated if you would just believe. You see, here's what I came to tell somebody is sometimes you got to watch out for the Marthas in your life. you got to watch out with the people that you surround yourself with that look at your life and they say, oh, man, that's just dead. That's not coming back to life. That has a bad odor. Man, that's a lost cause. Man, you shouldn't go after that. Sometimes you need to get around a faith community like this that says, no, 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 no. I know a resurrecting God. His name is Jesus, and he brings all things back to life. He's the one true God. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And there is nothing too small that our God cannot do. See, be careful with the people that you surround yourself with. Martha said, oh, no, he's dead, Jesus. He's, he's gone. He's, Jesus says, no, 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 no. Just believe. Just, just believe. I want to ask you, man, what have you stopped believing for? What have you stopped believing for? Did you know that it is so easy to stop believing when you fail? You know how many times I've failed in my life? You set goals, you set high goals, you set these standards for your life, and you just begin to fail. All of a sudden, it's like, man, I'm just, I'm not even going to believe for it anymore. I'm not even going to try anymore because I, I keep failing. You see, that's why faith is so important. That's why, that's why having a strong foundation is so important that when you get knocked down, you say, you know what, it's not in my strength, so I'm not afraid to fail because I know that I have a God who's bigger than me, who's stronger than me, who's wider than me, whose thoughts are above my thoughts, so I'm just going to lean on Jesus, and I'm going to just believe. 
I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to believe for the fire to come back. I'm going to believe for the Holy Spirit to fill my life again. I'm going to believe for my family members to be saved. I'm going to believe that my first priority is going to take my school by storm. I'm going to believe that there's going to be 100 kids here next week. I'm going to believe that in a year we're not going to have enough seats in this auditorium. I am believing. I'm just believing. I'm not even doing anything with my life. I'm just believing. Says, Martha, just believe. So Jesus walked into the tomb. And he begins to thank God. He begins to thank God that he sent him to a dead man. How crazy is that? Like, I've done funerals before. I, I, I've, seen, I've seen, like, crazy things. I've never been like, man, thank you, God, that you sent me here to this grave to see this dead man. But, but he says something so profound here. And he, he says, God, I know that you heard my prayers. Anybody thankful that we know that God hears our prayers? Yeah. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here. Number two, write this down. Let it die. Let it die. Just believe and let it die. That seems kind of contradicting sometimes, don't you think? That seems like, but, but you just said believe that it can live again. Listen, it can't live again if it doesn't first die. It can't be resurrected to life if you don't let God finish the work that he started in you. Sometimes you just got to trust that maybe what God is doing in you isn't about you. But it's for the benefit of the people that are one day going to hear the testimony of Lazarus and how he was raised to life again. And realize that God really can do miracles. What if the miracle that you need is not dead? You just need to let it die so that there are people around you that can hear your story and begin to rise up and say, man, if Manny did it, I know that I can do it. Oh, if Shanti did it, I know that I could do it. If Eric did it, I know that I could do it. He says, hey, I'm so thankful that you sent me, God, for the benefit of the people that are about to see Lazarus come back to life and know that it is the one that you sent me, that you are the way, that you are the life, that that you are the truth, that you are the only way to salvation. Oh, I'm so thankful. So thankful. Sometimes in life, you just got to let it die. You just got to let it die. Sometimes it hurts real bad. Sometimes your brokenness hurts real bad. But if you would just let God finish the work that he started, oh, he's going to raise you back up to life. You're going to be stronger than ever. You're going to be more confident than ever. You're going to be more courageous. You're going to be more brave. And you're going to say, oh, I know I can do this. And I know you can too. He did it for the benefit of the other people. Let it die. Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. Come out wherever you are. See, so you have to understand this is that it doesn't matter what you're walking through because it can be fixed again. It doesn't matter what you're going through because it can be fixed again. It doesn't matter what you're thinking. It doesn't matter what people spoke over your life because it can be fixed again, but only in the presence of Jesus. I love it because Jesus walks into the tomb. He says, hey, roll the stone away. The stone is rolled away, and Jesus walks into the room, and he says, Lazarus, come out. And it says that the man was raised back to life. 
But it was only when Jesus walked into the room and he declared over the man's life, Lazarus, come out. You see, here's what I believe. I believe that there are some tombstones that have been blocking God's access into your life. So Jesus is trying to declare over your life, but there is a tombstone that has not been rolled away yet. But if you would just roll away the insecurity, the unforgiveness, the doubt, the shame, oh, the, the past hurts, the people that betrayed you, the offense, the bitterness, the grudge, and you would allow Jesus... To come into the tomb, he could say, dead thing, come back to life. He could say, Lazarus, come out. He, he, he could say, hey, wake up and walk again. He could say, hey, bones be healed and walk again. He could say, spirit be healed and, and go live again. Lazarus, come out. Did you know that in the presence of God, anything can happen? In the presence of God, oh man, in the presence of God, all things have to flee. Depression has to go. Oh man, all suicidal thoughts have to go. Come on, if you believe that, it, it, come on, can we just bow our heads even right now and just believe that the presence of God is in this room? I came to declare this over your life right now. Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. Depression, be gone. Oh, sickness, be gone. Brokenness, be healed in Jesus' name. Oh, addiction, be gone in Jesus' name. Why? Because it's in his presence that anything can happen. So we declare it right now. Lazarus, stand up and walk. Lazarus, come out now. Listen. Lazarus, come out. Oh, Lazarus, come out. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. As I was reading, I've heard this story a million times. Lazarus wakes up, and it says in the Bible that he's still wearing his grave clothes. He's got linens on, and he's got a cloth on his face. And he looks at Lazarus, and he says, take off the grave clothes. Take off the thing that you've been living in because that's not you no more. Take off the death and it's time for you to put on some new clothes. It's time to put on a new outfit. It's time to be fitted, oh, with, with the armor of God. It's time to be fitted with a new life, an abundant life. He says, take off the grave clothes. Take it off. I mean, oh, it's so easy to pray to God on a Sunday to worship God on a Wednesday. But as soon as you leave these doors and you walk back into your tomb and you begin to put on your grave clothes, you look at God and you say, God, I know that you changed me, but I just don't feel that changed. God, I know that, that you healed me, but I just feel like I'm not good enough to, to walk out of these grave clothes. I came to tell somebody, number three, write this down, take off your grave clothes and be fitted with the righteousness and the glory of God because until you do that you'll be walking around feeling like a new man but looking like a dead man and then the enemy will tell you no 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 you look like a dead man so you must be a dead man it's time for you to put on the full armor of God and begin to fight like you won the battle already begin to fight like you know Jesus has the victory come on would you stand up to your feet right now all across this room. I believe God wants to do something great in this room tonight. Here's what I believe. I believe some of you have been walking in hurt. 
I can see it on faces already. I believe that some of you have been walking in fear. Some of you have been walking in doubt. Some of you have been struggling with suicidal thoughts. Some of you have been walking in depression. Some of you have been walking in a fence. Some of you have been carrying a grudge for so long. Some of you have, have, have been so confused on, on who you are and the identity that Christ has given you. I came to tell you today that if you would walk out of the tomb, that you would lay down the grave clothes, God could do something new in your life. Who believes that today? Come on, come on. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, come on, we're about to go into another time of worship. I believe that the fire of God wants to fall in this place tonight. Come on, if that's you in this room right now, if that's you in this room, and you feel like you've been, you've been walking in grave clothes, you feel healed, but you don't look healed. You feel like God raised you, but, but, but you don't look like it. And so when you look in the mirror and you begin to see things, you start to question, man, did God really do this in my life? Maybe there are some of you in this room and you're not walking in grave clothes, but you have just stopped believing for yourself. You, you stop believing that God could really use you. You stop believing that God could do something in your life. You stop believing that, that you're good enough, that you're worthy enough to be called a son and daughter. Maybe there are some of you and you are in a dying process and it's been painful and it's been long and you just feel like, oh God, I just need this to end. I came to tell you today, if you would just let it die, God will bring it back to life, but it's not going to look the same way. Why did Jesus tell him to take off the grave clothes? Because listen, when he resurrects your life, he doesn't want you to look like what you used to look like. He wants you to walk out of the tomb a new person. He wants you to walk out whole and complete and stress-free into an abundant life. If that's you in this room and you say, that's me, I fall into one of those three categories with every head bowed and every eye closed, would you just raise your hand right now? Come on, come on. You feel like Lazarus. You feel like you, you've lost hope. You, there, there's an odor. There's an odor of death around you. And tonight you just need to be resurrected. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Holy Spirit, come right now. 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 Oh, God. I declare Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. Now be healed in Jesus' name. Be resurrected in Jesus' name. Be filled with faith in Jesus' name. Be filled with fire in Jesus' name. Listen, 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 listen. If that's you in this room, these altars are open. I want you to come meet with God. In three, two, one, come now. Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Come on. Oh, God. God wants to do something right now. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you like this message, hit subscribe and stay connected by visiting us at brave.guide. We'll see you next time. And remember, no turning back. The best is yet to come.